Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, we are Kim and Penn Holderness. You may remember us from those parodies like Christmas jammies. We do a lot of them. They're two or three minutes long, meant to make you laugh. This is a podcast, a little bit longer, meant to make you laugh and maybe think a little bit. This is the real us, the real marriage, and everything in between. Make sure to subscribe and give us some feedback. You can email us at holdermesspodcast at gmail.com. Coming up on the Holder Mess Podcast, is it possible to enjoy yourself while traveling with children? When does it start being fun? We have some experts who are going to tell us all about it who also happen to produce this show. So it better be good. No pressure. Do you want to do a podcast? (laughs) Let's do our weekly show. We'll go to Max's basement now, where it smells a little bit like behold. <laughs> and really. most of that is my fault, because too much coffee gives me sweaty pits. <laughs> do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> Let's start it. Oh. Ken and Kim and Max (laughs) and today Max's wife Felicia will join us it's gonna be wonderful (laughs) do you wanna do a podcast (laughs) or ride our bikes around the hall we can't do both of them at the same time we will break some stuff and have a nasty fall we take the children with us into the ER end up with Hey, welcome to our so marriage. We are as as if you follow the podcast, if you're friends of the podcast, you know our producer is Max Trujillo. Uh, the last few weeks, I've had to record them uh, on my own, and so there was probably a dip in quality and just general goodness. <laughs> um, Max and his wife Felicia are now back from La France. <sighs> From Bonjour. France, excuse me, from France. Yes. They are still apparently on French time because they have shown up with rosé and session IPAs for this <laughs> late morning, morning recording that we're doing. Yeah. yeah, cheers. Cheers, cheers guys. Cheers. And, and, we, and we invited them on because uh, today's topic is traveling with kids and uh, no, like realize it or not, they are aficionados with this. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. They, so, yeah, they just spent one yeah. month in a foreign country with two small children, hmm. so we consider their experts we travel a lot with our kids and it's probably the most common question we get it's about travel tips and hacks so we figured we just uh just design a whole podcast around it so so welcome guys max as always welcome felicia so nice to have you with us it's fun to be here yeah it's so great to be back by the way uh your shows without us you're right not as good as when i was here (laughs) (laughs) kidding though we actually listened to the holder mess podcast while driving through france that's the first tip when you're wow. driving through France, yeah. 
it's it's clean, so you can listen yes. to it in mixed company. And uh, for us too, it's a guilty pleasure, but it's also fun because our kids go to the same school, so they know your family and they know everybody. So it's like it was a little piece of home Aww. while we were journeying through France. So they complained half as much while listening to it. <laughs> Good. So we actually asked you to put together a list of just your top travel tips but i need to know first so a month in france what was the inspiration behind this so originally i credit alexandra because she came to us about a year ago and said i want to go to paris alexandra's our oldest daughter she's eight years old and i kind of you know skirted the idea and then as this summer approached i thought you know our kids are old enough to where traveling with them isn't as much of a challenge because we don't have diapers and strollers, all that stuff. And so we started talking about summer and camps and what we were going to do. And we realized we can spend a small fortune on summer camp. So expensive. Or we can do something as a family that would enrich all of our lives. And so we decided to, to kind of follow along with Alexandra's idea and go to Paris and go to France. And that, it grew from there from like a week trip to let's go for a month. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah. And, and you run a, it's called Food Scene. It's mm-hmm. a food photography and social media business. So this is kind of like, it was work for you a little bit, right? To, yeah. In some respects. I mean, anything that ties back to food and beverage and education in that area is work, quote unquote. <laughs> I love it. So we're working um, right now. Yes, exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, from that standpoint, I looked at it as this is an amazing opportunity to further understand and food and beverage and, and what my company does and what we do for other businesses and yet bring our family into it. That's I love the study of food and beverage. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. I mean, if I can, I study it a lot, yeah. Yeah. especially the beverage part. Yeah. It's a good study. Yeah. Well, hey, we're having some rosé from, uh, from, from France right now, which is pretty nice. And that's the whole point for us too is, I mean, if we're going to go to any place and because we're super into food, you got to go to essentially like the birthplace of culinary and, and beverage design, that's France. Right. So they that made all the sense food. I love it. Mm-hmm. So that was actually one of your tips. So one of the, your top tips what about was about how to take your kids to a fancy restaurant. Yeah. So go to lunch at a Michelin star restaurant. The chefs are still cooking the same food. They're still doing excellent meals, but it's in the middle of the day. It's not as busy. Yeah. The kids don't require like naps and and get you know the wheels don't fall off right and so you get to experience this great place in the middle of the day and it's almost like all to yourself right so that was fun for us we went to a, a quite a few really nice places but we went at, at off hours if you will not even hours. like or like the senior hour like five thirty. totally because they're not falling apart yet and you still get to have this great lengthy dinner and they're hungry by that time so it works out really well so go to a fancy restaurant during early or off peak hours that's what we do here Mm -hmm. and we we drag our kids everywhere Mm -hmm. and if we go to if we go to new york if we these restaurants are so accommodating the servers the restaurant the managers they all have kids Mm -hmm. nobody's going to roll their eyes if you bring your kids in and i think when you expect your kids to act better they do Mm -hmm. and so yeah we go at like five o'clock how how old is your youngest five five. okay i I wanted to set that baseline because Anyone who's listening, there is such a difference between five and eight, even. That's that's from your youngest to your oldest, as far Mm -hmm. as the ability to travel, adventure, try new foods, go long distances, deal with car rides, all that stuff. Well, I think they do what they're used to. So we moved here from California. So for the last five years since we moved to Raleigh, we've been shuttling them back and forth. Right. So they are used to flying. They're used to waiting in the lines. They're used to waiting for a rental car and getting in a new vehicle. So we kind of did really prep them early on. Right? Yeah, this this little old lady on one of our first flights there said, oh, is this your first time on a flight? <laughs> and our older daughter looks, she goes, no, this is like my ninth or tenth. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, lady, I have a frequent flyer yeah. card. I was one off for getting bumped at first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gold, platinum, medallion, silver. We actually put out on Instagram stories, we asked the question about, you know, do you have any questions about traveling with kids? And that was one of the questions is, how, how soon did you start flying with your kids? 
Lola, I was on maternity leave with her, and my maternity leave was was only six weeks, but I took another six weeks unpaid. Her first flight, she was eight weeks old. Yeah. Yeah. And then Penn Charles was like a little older. I think he was like six months old. But they've our kids have been flying and driving. We've done mm. long road trips since the very As beginning. As passengers. As passengers. They do <laughs> yeah. not. They, I mean, they have their own Uber route, but that's just, I mean, I feel like they should extra be money for them. pulling their own. Um, yeah. So the, exactly what you said. Like they do what they're used to. So you can kind of train them. Mm-hmm. To- and I will say traveling with the kids, I have found that everyone's more accommodating. Like when you go to the airport, we've been able to cut lines. We've been ushered through security. Uh, we've had people help us with our bags, especially yeah. when it's just me and the kids. So I kind of feel like it's cheating a little bit when you travel yeah. with them. My first flight when Lola was eight weeks old, I was by myself flying to Florida and I brought everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is my one piece of advice is don't bring everything because I learned I brought the boppy on the plane because I was still nursing <laughs> as well as the car seat and the stroller and like 27 changes of diapers that I, you know, so I brought everything, but people felt really sorry for me me and they helped me mm-hmm. so people are good so yeah. one of the tips it sounds like is milk it Absolutely. <laughs> am i getting that Absolutely. okay yeah all right and you don't need the boppy for that you do not need the boppy <laughs> milk it yeah and not with the boppy and even when you travel so obviously you don't want to travel too heavy like you said like with yeah. all these extra things but from what i understand in most flights will accommodate all children's um, related baggage junk. you can check all kids junk for free free yes yeah that, meanwhile you get fifty dollars charged for, for like a an extra pair of sacks carry, yeah yeah carry on but uh but yeah so if you can and then yeah. big tip is try to put all your junk in the carry on like in the stroller bag and all totally. the stuff that would be considered quote-unquote kid stuff just pack all your junk in there yeah they will charge you airlines will charge you if you go over 50 pounds typically and we had a bag recently that was 52 pounds and i i was so, i rolled my eyes so hard i was like two pounds dude i unzipped I remember it so this. slowly hang on let me let me let me there take you through this because i was there I'm like oh really two pounds she took it off the scale and it made like a thud and she went oh <laughs> and then she she I, I know you know where the zipper was you and acted was, like you didn't know where the zipper was <laughs> i was like two Pounds. And finally, the guy was like, you know what, ma'am? This is going to be fine. Yeah. Thank you. I know. And I was our camp, because we went camping, and I was our camping bag, and I had like almonds and granola bars. I was like, can you weigh the almonds for me, sir? And he's like, okay, lady. And I just, yeah. So I it's that. interesting. I, I kind of want to diverge, because that's what I do in these podcasts, is I stay, I, I, go off, I go off task. Um, but I think this is something we should talk about. As members of social media, I believe that social media has championed the cause mm. of traveling with kids in the sense that I have seen a lot of reverse trolling of those people who used to be just part of our lives on planes who rolled their eyes around kids and just generally felt like it was their right to have a quiet flight, 16 gin and tonics and go to the bathroom whenever they want to. Because <laughs> Stop talking about my mom. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My mom's the best. <laughs> no, I really, I have, I have noticed it, in the short time that we've had kids that I think people realize that they can't act like that anymore. Yeah. Because you see it on you see it on Twitter, like some punk next to me with Mike, and, and then they just bombard these people. Yeah. You said everyone, because of social media, has, is on their best behavior because they could be outed. Right. It's like an joke. anti-bullying thing for people with kids on airplanes. Mm. Because but, we were bullied for quite some time. Well, no, people would just see us walking in with a kid, and we would sit down, and they're like, ugh. Meanwhile, my kid is the best behaved on the flight. I mean, of course, we have flown when Lola was two. She had an ear infection we didn't know about, and she screamed the entire time. I did buy drinks for everybody around me, and I stood up and offered them because I'm like, I am so sorry. But it, it was it was not it's not her fault. It was not my fault. Like it was terrible, and I offered and I, I bought a lot of drinks that day. Um, but that being said, and then we're going to get so back to the list because this is about travel. So Penn one time on the airport was like. Have we already told the story? He was rushing between flights. Like he had a connection to make. Oh, yeah. And it was like he had seven minutes to get there. And he was racing through the airport. And then all of a sudden I get like an alert. Like Twitter goes off. Or like some guy put on Twitter, just saw that Penn Holderness guy running through the airport. He sure didn't look very nice. And oh, so <laughs> Everyone has to patrol I know, and, what you do. And like he looked you. like a bleep. And I was like. I'm sure I didn't look nice. I was in. I was absolutely freaking <laughs> but out. But that being said, now so. we go through the airport with jazz hands. And yeah. Like, yeah. Every time we're like, hey, guys. Hey, hey. And so even if we're oh running, we're like smiling while we're doing it. Anyway. 
Well, it's like, so you brought up, Penn, uh, how social media has affected travel. And there is something that specifically happened to us uh, via social media, and it totally made our lives awesome on the very last day of our month-long trip. Oh, That's for Felicia to tell, because she's a master at social media. What do we do? We had spent a month in France with our kids with no reprieve. I mean, even some of our Airbnbs had, like, no doors, and so Ooh. there's, mm-hmm. like, just no escaping them. And we thought it would be really cool on the last night to have a date night away from the kids. Oh, yes. In Paris. In Ooh, Paris. Ooh la la. So I thought, how are we going to find a babysitter in Paris that we felt comfortable with? Like right. not some agency and, and not somebody we required to do background checks. So I took to Facebook and I posted on Facebook, does anybody I know know anybody in Paris Who's willing to babysit our kids? Like, does anybody have a 16-year-old daughter that wants to do this, that, you know, can speak a little English and whatever? So, randomly. So, it turns out our neighbor across the street. Your neighbor in Raleigh. Yeah. His cousin's sister's brother's wife's daughter, whatever, was living in Paris. And we were connected to her. And I was really nervous because I thought, oh, my God. I don't speak French. How am I going to communicate with this girl? Right. So I text her and say, my French is not very good. I will translate this. And she writes back in English. She's like, hey, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) No, the best part is, this is the crazy part. This young girl who ended up being about 16 years old is not only from the States, is not only from Raleigh, but went to high school at Millbrook, which is the Stop. high school right that down is around down the street from this studio. And uh, her her dad's business moved her to France, and they've been living there for a year. But she just went there. She's like a junior in high school, and she came out. She's like, "Hey, y'all!" <laughs> when we met her, yeah. she said, "Y'all." Yeah, that's Pop. fantastic. I mean, essentially, yeah. essentially, she show you know rings our bell. We open the door. There's this adorable like sixteen, seventeen year old North media. Carolina girl that shows up. That was. You know, related to somebody we knew and, you know, what's right. really the agenda of a 17-year-old girl. We felt pretty confident the yeah. girls would be fine with her. And she watched the girls and we went to dinner. We went to get cocktails. We had a relaxed, awesome And last you don't have to finish dinner. that story, but that sounds great. Yeah. Whatever happened next sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Almost got yeah. mugged on the subway. <laughs> yeah. Pretty really? sweet. Oh, I nice. stopped a mugging from my own pocket. You did? Yeah. The guy, like, uh, two guys grabbed a handful of their own euro in coin. They purposefully dropped, dropped all of yeah. it on the ground. So then they were like, oh, sorry, excuse me, excuse me, and kept kind of pushing people out of the way to oh. create a diversion. And just then, I put both of my hands, one in my front pocket to hold my phone, and the other one to hold my wallet. And just then, I felt a guy's hand reach into my pocket, Stop. and I just smacked his hand, and I looked. Now, these are pretty big dudes, and right. I wasn't willing to like jump into a brawl on the subway, Please. but I smacked his hand, and I'm like, hey! And he looked at me, and just then, I heard a bunch of English being spoken because there were other Americans on the subway, and they kind of all like looked up. And yeah. right when the they, these guys the they the, time it the crooks For- timed it till like right before the stop was about to hit, so they yeah. they could bolt. Well, since they knew the jig was up, they're like. <gasps> The thing, the yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, French yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah, but, but that's ran. what was going on in my head. And then yeah, the other yeah. Americans on the on the subway, they're like, "Were those guys trying to rob you?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Dude, we saw the whole thing, man. We got you." This was during your date night. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you had to be ready to like rumble. And it was, but then, didn't that kind of get your yeah? Because I was a little kid. And your endorphins okay. going. Like, what yeah. happened next? Okay, this We're is going a PG. Off yeah, off the rails. Okay, what is your next top tip for traveling with kids? Give them wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, number one, we really, really endorse traveling through Airbnb or like a, a something Verbo. like it. Yeah, so, like like a home, a an apartment, or yeah. something like that, because. One of the big keys for us when we were moved, when we were going to France was we said this. Let's not treat this like it's the Trujillos on vacation. Let's consider it. It's just the Trujillos living in France Reload. for the next month. Yeah, yeah. And so we want to cook at home. We love cooking. We want to play games at home, and we want to like take naps if we need to, and right. just do whatever. Do all the things that we would normally do in this house, just in France with a better or a different with better atmosphere. wine. Yeah. yeah. And so, for the most part, that's what we were able to do. And there were two occasions where we didn't stay in Airbnbs. We stayed in hotels, just just actually for the sake of just flipping it up and say, hey, let's stay in a hotel while we're in this particular town. And we did not like being in those hotels. We, in mm. fact, purposely got out of one of them to go to an Airbnb the, the next children night. felt the same way? 
Totally. Okay. And I, so that was another question we got via Instagram. <laughs> Bless you. Um, which was, how do you deal with life in a hotel when the bedtimes are so different? So the kids go to bed a lot earlier and the grownups go to bed you know, much later. Your answer is just don't stay in a hotel. Uh, yeah. Well, but then also this is another one of the tips and it goes hand in hand with, with this is we, and I don't know how everyone feels about this, but we wanted to be team Trujillo while we were out, right? right. We wanted the girls so to So you had matching t-shirts, obviously. <laughs> yeah, actually, we did, see, <laughs> we did see a family. We saw like the, oh, we saw a version of the Holderness family. <laughs> hang on. I gotta know. Hang on. Because there's gonna be some stereotypes here. I'm gonna need some more information okay. on this from they rolled, they rolled about eight deep, and I'm not exaggerating. There was mom, dad, mother-in-law. Oh, and, and five then kids. five kids. Oh, geez. And then it was kind of ridiculous. They had matching shirts. We saw them in the security line leaving Charles de Gaulle so that we could get back to the States. Right. But they were Americans, and they each had a different shirt that had uh, oh. their title if they were in a movie production. Oh. So one said the director. And it was like the mom oh. had that. Uh, or no, the mom said producer because she was oh, making okay. the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The dad was like the director. The, the um, grandma said executive producer. And then the kids, it was like, um, it was like, I don't know, uh, original. And oh, then, then it's like, like the, the oldest sequel. one. Yeah. And then it said the remix. Yeah. The trilogy. I've seen these. Yeah. It was kind of funny. And I did, I, we saw that we were in line for like, two hours. OMG, go, the Holderness family has followed us. Yeah. I looked at the dad and they said, okay, I'll bite. What's up with the shirts? And he's like, it's just a way for us to all... Or actually, it was the mom. She's like, it's just a way for us to all kind of recognize where not we are. Not lose each other. Uh, honestly, connect. it's not yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't do so much with the matching paraphernalia, despite Christmas champions. <laughs> well, hang on. That was, you know... You guys wear those every night. What I do you mean... Come on. We, we, no, we have not worn them since. You're wearing but them now. I mean, the story behind those, though... Uh, we were on a, on a god-awful trip to Florida. The trip was great, but the, the, the drive to Florida was awful because there's a certain type of driver that shows up on December the 27th and decides to go 22 miles an hour through all of South Carolina. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally comfortable saying this. And then, so you don't get through South Carolina. And so we stayed in a hotel and we had those pajamas that Kim had ordered and we decided to walk through... the year before Christmas January. Yeah, came we decided out. to walk through this... Uh, Starwind or whatever the hotel was. Um, Star Lodge, yeah. To, because everyone was bummed out just to, to be a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were getting our free continental breakfast in yeah. our Christmas jammies. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so that was the inspiration for our song next year because it made everyone happy to be on the same team happy. Yeah. despite happy? all of these yeah. other changes like, in their lives. OMG, it's a these whole cringy people <laughs> think they're so cool. Anyway. Oh, no. So, people definitely looked at us cringily. But who cares? It wasn't you. about them. It was about you guys. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's I that's gonna, one of the things I think that many people that watch your videos love is you really don't care what other people do, think. You guys do what makes you happy. We have run out of cares. Yeah. We have zero cares to give. <laughs> she usually is <laughs> like how you say it that way when she says that. Zero cares to give. Okay. But what we did is we bent the rules a little bit and by making them a little bit more on our team or we are as one team one dream we just totally relaxed the rules about typical nighttime routine and all uh for one you got to know when you're in europe in general everyone eats really late and also just because of where it is geographically located on this planet uh the sun goes down way later in france than it it does get dark until about 11 o'clock p.m like like, seriously it was it was twilight at 11 so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of weird that way. So there's really it's really hard to put a kid down when it looks like four in the afternoon right. when it's eight eight o'clock. So they just stayed up with us for for the most part. And then certain nights we kind of you know made sure that they were in bed around eight. But there were so many nights where they just stayed up till ten o'clock. I mean, we were just especially casual. if there's a World Cup game, you got to watch. <laughs> yeah, that. and the World Cup was happening while we were there, yeah. so it was crazy. And I think that so we we do a lot of hotels because. We aren't in one place for very long. We did it. We just did a vacation. We were gone for two weeks, and I stayed. I think we stayed in five different places, so that we don't get into those verbos or the Airbnbs often. So I feel like we do hotel hop. The kids stay up a little later, and then we, when they were babies and needed the sleep, I remember Penn and I either in the bed texting each other. We were sitting right next to him, but mm-hmm. texting each other. We still do that. Yeah, I know, because I'm kind of lazy. Or going to the bathroom to have a conversation. It's not ideal. Yeah. It's not, a, yeah. So for those, for those, when they're babies, it is not ideal to do that. With, but I think in a hotel room, yeah, we like let it, we like let the rules slide a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're super old and go to bed like at 930. You so. guys do realize that as we're recording the show right now in our house, 
that where are your kids? They're upstairs, upstairs in a bedroom <laughs> watching television. I, I mean, I am yeah. not opposed to a digital babysitter. And that was another question we got is like, how do you do the rules of digital? Like, do you just hand them devices on airplanes? You can watch as much as you want because there's usually yeah. on those, mm-hmm. they usually have a free TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone has devices on airplanes. Now. Yeah. Uh, and we're really we're really good about the use of technology and now we've kind of turned it into a merit-based system that yeah. they got to do their chores they also have yeah. to have a good attitude to earn a certain amount of time yes because then there are other things we like to have them do like be creative read or draw or play with your toys or be bored well this was yeah. shocking so we flew out of washington dc instead of raleigh because the airfare was significantly cheaper so we drove up to dc and it's a four and a half right. hour drive we hadn't set up any sort of tablets or devices on the car ride because we just didn't get around to it. And halfway through the drive, we realized they're back there talking and laughing and making up games. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and yeah. we realized, like, they, they don't like kids from the seventies. have a ta- <laughs> You know, sometimes it's such a quick and easy default for your own sanity. Totally. But And maybe it's the age or maybe they've traveled enough, but... We actually held back on the technology a lot because we're like, you know, they can just have fun in the back seat and have a conversation. We got them like a deck of cards or match game, and they kept themselves pretty busy for the most part. Yeah, we 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 gamify. Yeah, that, that's the only way that we get them off of. Uh, Screens, which, by the way, also, if your kids are car sick, just say no. We, You're going to throw get, up everywhere. Our, yeah. kids get, our kids get car sick, yeah. so yeah. we can't do screens right. a lot in the car. So yeah. we do games. We have uh, our, our most popular games yeah, that we do. Game? My favorite new one is you just, because if you have uh-huh. uh, an Apple Music or a Spotify, mm-hmm. you just, each person gets to pick a song. Yeah. And you go in a circle, uh-huh. and Lola, I don't know what happened. Lola, Lola did Beach Boys songs she the entire time. She loves the Beach Boys now. Uh-huh. And I did, just to counterbalance it, I did some death metal. Because I wanted my kids to... I did all Indigo Girls, because <laughs> I love the Indigo Girls. No, like Pantera and... <laughs> Sweet. You can't really understand what they're saying. Yeah. And my kids loved it. They're like, this is hysterical. They were laughing the entire song. But it's a way to kind of... And, and that went yeah. three hours. And engage right? yeah. with each other. So we yeah. have something like that. It's called the mini game. Okay. <laughs> oh, please tell. Instead of Beetle, which we all did with... We do minis. And I used to drive France, a Mini Cooper, so we all love, like, when I was driving it, we were very aware of the other Mini Coopers in North Carolina, yeah. which are few. You're very the Frenchiest few. American that I know, by the way. You drive a Mini <laughs> but Cooper. Let the record be known. What was that? What did I get rid of to like get the Mini? Ford F 150. I went from the smallest car to the biggest yeah. car. But when you play the mini game in France, your head is on a swim. Really? It's very stressful. Popular it's car. High stress. It's the most popular car uh, on the road. It is the only car. Save like a Citroën. Well, you've got to have uh, small cars because the parking oh, yeah. and, and everything yeah. else, right? Okay. Yeah, so we divide it into teams. So Charlotte and I, since she's the littlest and I'm the biggest, are on a team because mainly she couldn't see out the window because <laughs> she's so little. So she's like, I can't play this game. So we said, all right, we'll play as a team. And then if we were on foot walking around because there are cars everywhere, she then was And do you punch playing. each other like no. you did with punch wagon? Because that's just, how my brother I and I would like invent like Volkswagens yeah. to yeah. yeah. We just had to, to assault uh, each other. I'm not saying the kids weren't punching each other from time to time in the back right. seat. It just had nothing to do with the game. Right. <laughs> One thing that I have been doing like crazy and I'm super obsessed with this small thing that I now carry around with me everywhere. Since being in the restaurant industry, there are those like white towels with a yellow stripe down the totally, middle. Totally, like a kitchen They're, towel. Kitchen towel, super cheap. You can buy twenty five for twenty five dollars. Yeah, and you can basically do anything to them. I use them as oven mitts. Not clean. worry about yeah. them. Yeah, I just grabbed a handful of them, threw them inside the bag. She's like, "What are you doing with those? You're so obsessed with these stupid towels." I'm like, you know how much we're going to use these towels, and that might have been the most used thing I brought on the with entire that, trip. Really, yeah. it was like. I'm going to quote the great Douglas Adams, the great author of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. The most important thing for you to bring and that you cannot forget is your towel. Always bring a towel. <laughs> Always bring. Yeah, well, that's towely. <laughs> okay, but so but what did you use? for nerds out there. What did you bring a dish towel? What did you, how did you use your dish towel? Well, primarily because we were staying at Airbnbs, we cooked a lot. Right. Which is great. When you have kids, because otherwise you're spending $60, on a, a muffin right. and coffee. Um, but so, most of them didn't come prepared with, like, you know, there's paper towels, but they weren't, like, things to clean up messes. Right. And basically what I'm alluding to is that 
there was a lot of messes. Yeah. yeah. So we'd cook and we'd clean up messes or the kids would spill in the car or whatever we had. It was actually quite We had useful. picnics all the time. Like yeah. we'd get a baguette and make some sandwiches, throw them in a backpack and go canoeing down the Dordogne River. Like that uh. was the thing we did. And at certain times we'd pull off onto the side <laughs> of the, the, the riverbank. And yeah, we'd like, we'd wipe in our faces with them. Wow. Like communal towel. I'm like wiping Felicia's face and mine and the girl. Did you ever wash it or did it just accumulate Never all these experiences? <laughs> So no. you came home and you got to say, here's our It's like our the handkerchief yeah. that people yeah. used to have in their no, pockets. It would be a great video. You look at it and say, here's <laughs> so the part where she pooped herself. Yeah, here's the <laughs> part where, yeah. Well, I will. We had I, washing machines. You had washing machines because you stayed in apartments yeah. and stuff. I would say that's a great, bring a dish towel or, or several dish towels, but also bring a uh, top tip from Kim, bring a. Tide pen. Uh, Tide pen, we always mm. use those, um, and a puke bag and a change yep. of clothes for everyone. Yes. Because we've had puke on a plane. You've mm-hmm. had puke in a car. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, Alexander, I think, threw up on every uh, leg of our trip driving. Oh, no. Is she, did she get car sick a yeah. lot? Real okay. Yeah. And is it pretty bendy and uh, windy? The, the driving. The oh, puking stri- or the... <laughs> Not the puking, the driving. The the driving. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little bit yeah. of both. But, I mean, straightaway, curved, whatever... We'd get in the car. Thirty minutes later, we'd pull over, and she'd start throwing. But once she threw up, she was fine. Oh, fine. I mean, the rest of rally. the four-hour ride, she was fine. She just had to get oh, it out. And, and can I say one thing? Uh, I very much enjoy driving in France because I love driving fast, like a lunatic. And it's 130 mile, or 130 kilometers, kilometers is the average speed on a highway. Which, if you translate 80. that, it's about 80. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the average speed limit, and you're just flying. And then everyone in France. And I'll say everyone knows the rules of the road. I think you have to get, I think you're 18 before you can get a license in France. So I think they they very much respect it. No one's texting. No one's doing anything stupid because it is really intense to be on the road in France. Sounds like New York. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to have your head up. You got to pay attention. There's no way. I mean, when I was driving, every now and then we'd fiddle with the music. We had our Spotify connected to the Bluetooth and it's like, all right, now what? Oh, Taylor Swift again. Oh, Taylor Swift again. Oh, Car- oh. Katy Perry now. <laughs> But basically, between those, I would just have to leave that all up to Felicia to be the navigator and the musician, the DJ. And if I didn't, there was there was consequences. <laughs> were you cool or were you like white knuckling a little bit with uh, uh, no, Max? I was definitely white knuckling it. <laughs> yeah. Every, I mean, yeah. I, I, there were times where I just would have to like zone out. Uh, I, I was, like meditate a little I bit. I can understand why Europe is so down with Formula One because basically everyone is pretending that they are driving Formula One at all oh, times. Nice. Well, you have one lane yeah. roads with two drivers going opposite directions at 70 kilometers like 50 miles an hour at each other i mean it's horrifying for those of you who don't know much about formula one or uh you know monaco gp driving it it is uh it's they take over roads and drive with people 10 inches away from them through these city streets uh and it's yeah you're right And, and same thing with tour de france all of the races that you see in france the spectators look like they could be targets. Yeah, like pylons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're- and, and not to be sexist in this thing, but so but many times, <laughs> so many times we're out in, in the country and someone's right on my butt the whole time, like tailgating me like crazy. I'm like, what is with this dude? And then and they pull around and it's, it's like, like an a 65 year woman. woman and she's like almost giving me the finger like, you drive so slow, you American scum. I'm like, Celebrate. Celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome though. I was, we I do have some viewers from France. <laughs> and they might be listeners of the uh, podcast. They're just, laughing right now. They are good. Because oh Americans yeah. are terrible drivers. Okay. We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Okay, next top tip. Uh-huh. Trust your kids are going to be great, and they will be. This sounds yes. like the Amy McCready episode. Right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that, that particular episode, that needs to be on like heavy rotation in all right. of our lives. Because we learned so much while we were driving through France listening to that episode about the if if then if, if then if thens we yeah. were doing that all the time if you do this then, then. you can do that just, yeah just so you know amy mccready is the parenting expert who gave us some advice about helicopter moms yes and, and it's an earlier parenting. episode that i should know the number of but i don't remember remember it it's well, like episode so eight or Kim nine and I, yeah. you and i have talked about being helicopter moms yeah and on this trip we as a family listened to that particular episode and i and then at the same time, I'm having this experience with the kids and the family. So I tried from that point forward to lay back a little bit and kind of let them have more freedom. That, that coupled with then coming home, 
I realized after the trip and listening to that episode and kind of evaluating our relationship that our kids were capable of so much more than we let them. Yes. So I came home with this fresh perspective and now I let them walk to the mailbox by themselves and they're taking care of the neighbor's guinea pig by themselves and I'm not worried that they're going to get kidnapped or I know. run over in the process. I know. Well, I'm glad that rabies. helps. Right? I know. <laughs> Drown they might get rabies in the puddle. From the guinea right. pig. <laughs> no, but I think it goes up to expectations and uh, the most popular question when I called out on Instagram for questions for this is, what, seriously, about 20 people asked, what do you do to keep the kids from bickering or what do you do once they start bickering? And my answer is we don't really stop them because what I learned from reading some self-help book somewhere is that your sibling relationship is the first real opportunity for negotiation. And so they have to Hmm. negotiate that. And if they are... If they're hurting each other, of course, we step in. But we let them kind of do that. I do the uh-uh, which I do to my dog, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that kind of like shuts down the just like bicker stuff. Yeah. And the, But also, when your kids are busy, when even we were driving through Colorado, which was so gorgeous, and they're looking out the window or they're experiencing something new, there's not a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. for them to be jerks. They I mean, bicker when they're bored. They bicker when they're bored, exactly. And not that you have to always be on vacation, but when you're tra- don't let that stop you from traveling. Because this one woman says, like her kids fight all the time. She's scared to travel with them. But my answer is like, no, get them out of the house mm-hmm. because that will like d- take a road trip, even if it's an hour or two away, just to try something new. Because I feel like if you expect them to be better, they will. And to that same point. Um, when we plan out our day, also plan downtime. Like right. specifically yep. say, this is a three-hour block where everyone's going to chill. You can chill together. You can chill separately. You can sleep. You can keep raging and going wild. But we all are not on on a plan right now. We, right. Had, uh, we, we made up a term for that. And I stole it from all of these teenagers who are now taking gap years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, Is that you, you shop at the Gap? No, no, you no. get the Gap for a year? You get done with high school, and then you're going to go to college, but instead you take a Gap year? Yeah. And so you travel around. With, I kind of did that. I did, not, I did not have the funds to take a Gap year. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was enough money to take a Gap year. Um, but so we called it a Gap day. We like going in between place yeah. to place. And it was like a veg day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was more for us than for our kids. But our kids definitely appreciate it too. And then that gave them a chance to recharge. And it it could work in a three-hour block as well. Mm -hmm. But when we called it that, now they know what it is. Mm -hmm. Gap day? Gap day. We love a gap day. And um, another question was like, how much do you plan? And the answer is, it depends. If we have one weekend in a city or one day in a city... I, I will plan. I'll, I'll go on the, the interwebs and I'll figure out like what are the what's the top thing to do in this one city that we can't get out without saying or without seeing. Um, but then we I involve the kids in the conversation and I will get a little I will get a little crazy about creating a schedule. But if we have like three or four days in a city, their entire days where it's like. Let's go find something. Let's go find something new. Let's go stumble upon something. Mm-hmm. Let's put our phones away and not, you know, not go and Yelp or anything like that. So, well, do you also notice when your kids fall apart is when they can't? You're like, we got to go, 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 and you're rushing them. Right. They can't. They they're stressed. They feel your stress and they can't handle it. So when you're traveling and you're not scrambling from get to getting from place to place and you're a little bit more relaxed they pick up on that mm-hmm. and they are more relaxed absolutely they and that's they're where, like ruby honey i was gonna say this is where i've learned like where, where i've read so many books about training a dog where i've learned the, how how much dogs and kids are alike mm-hmm. because dogs pick up <laughs> on your anxiety really uncomfortable and crossover going on in our family oh my gosh well because I, of this. I really now i'm like oh my gosh i'm a better parent now that i have a dog because i'm treating my kids yeah, yeah like i expect yeah. more from them i'm not as you know anxious around them our Kids eat out of bowls. They on the eat floor. out of bowls. It's, it's super weird. weird. They poop our outside. Our kids are literally doing that upstairs right <laughs> yeah. now in our bedroom. Apparently, Kim, you poop outside too. I, I, I have, if you've heard the podcast. Wait, yes. do you see the video? Oh, <laughs> so can we at least say this too? Because I, I, this is one thing that's super real, and I think everyone needs to hear this. Oh God, I was the worst on this trip. Stop. And uh, yeah. what I mean is. We're saying, like, these are all the tips about being great and all this stuff. And, like, oh, it sounded like we were just totally perfect. That was so far from the truth. And I think that's what we got to also let 
Lower your expectations Lower of your what ex- this is. That's my thing. That's your thing, Penn. <laughs> I had, when Fel- the, our friend said, how were the girls on the trip? It's like, uh, they were fine. Max was the one that freaked out the most. Really? Tell I me. I need private like- space okay. more oh, okay. than anyone. I don't know why. It's maybe because I'm not really an only child, but my brother's so much older than me that I kind of am. Okay. So, like, I just need my own space. Like, we're down here in this recording studio, but this is also kind of like my zen. Yeah. I have my own bathroom. I've got my own ex- escape door over here. <laughs> uh, so it's like I have my own space. I have a huge Ford F-150 now that I drive in, and that's now a solitude, you know? I know. But we're in these Airbnbs or in a tiny hybrid Toyota that we were driving around all through France, and I just, they were always there. I, I, I turned here. They're always <laughs> so there. So many people. So all I'm saying Were is, you expecting to put them on top of the truck? I wanted to. I wanted to. So in the cab. But there were just times where it's like, I just wanted quiet. I just wanted oh, I hear chill. You. And I couldn't get it. And there were times I just lost it. And I'm like, ah, I need a moment. Like, like you know, I'm like, yeah. ah. So there were moments like where I said to Felicia, I go, uh, I'm, that's it. I'm out. Peace. She's like, he what? He had so many temper tantrums. I, really? I left. We were in uh, Tours, Loire, and woke up in the morning. I just was had it. So I just said, it was it was 11 o'clock in the morning. I go, I'm going to go get a beer. And I just left. And that's not a common thing for me to go get a beer at 11 a.m. And in the Loire Valley, noon. you should be getting wine there, right? <laughs> right. Isn't that? Yeah. yeah. But he I just, needed a break I had to from walk. all of it. Got it. Yeah. I just had to get away. And I, I'm not saying that it's okay to lose your S on, on everything, but I think you have to have your own ex, like limitations and expectations oh, that totally. you might lose it. But I how you process you how you lose it is up to you. And one of the things I did was Wait. leave for no, a second. For a minute. <laughs> we brought you guys on as travel experts. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened there? No, honestly, I'm glad you said that because it'll be like, look, Let's everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually going to ask you guys what was your high point and what was your low point because there are there's such a range of emotions that go mm-hmm. with vacation. It's kind of one of the things that. I love about it, right? Yeah. It's, you're not just sitting there at zero all the time. Yeah, and I, I have to say, I am definitely the introvert in our family. Things get a little people-y for me sometimes. She I uses feel, that term, and we just know it's time to... Yeah, I know. Yeah. time to wrap it up, and um, yeah. for pe- Everybody knows Kim Holderness on this podcast, and just as a quick like uh, cliff notes... Felicia Trujillo is another version of Kim Holdings. Okay. So, okay. All of your fears and <laughs> loves and hates are exactly Felicia's. <laughs> I, but the caveat is, and this is so funny, I I am so much like you in your, I, I can be social and I can have a yeah. good time, but there's all of a sudden it's like a light Cinderella switch. at midnight and I'm like, I'm done and we'll be out. And I look at Max, I'm like, I'm done. And You've that does not mean words. two seconds from now. Yeah. I'm gone. But, I'm actually texting you from the Uber. Yes. Find your own way home. Yeah. I've but done our, that. I feel like our roles reversed on this trip in some really? ways because I went into it expecting it to be tedious and irritating. But then when I got there, I'm like, you know what? We're on vacation. We're in France. The kids are, are they yelling in the backseat? I don't hear them. Like, I was just oblivious, which is not me. Yeah. And I think because I was so relaxed and oblivious, you have that balance. Right. So Max I was also was driving opposite. 130 yeah. miles an hour she down was the meditating. freeway. Because he didn't let me drive. Yeah. He's like, no, I'll drive. <laughs> well, we let her drive once. Yeah. Was, <laughs> oh, okay. That's not true. That's why I drove. For the <laughs> Hang on. It, we could explore this, but I don't think we <laughs> no, should. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's go back to Mansplain. Let's go back yeah, to Mansplain. It was about to happen until I could see um, it happening. Yeah. But no. that, so, so one of the Instagram questions was, what do you pack? And I jokingly said Xanax. But, um, <laughs> the real answer answer is everything everything no that's not true so it i do feel like i i am part gypsy so mm-hmm. i feel like i do better on the road so although i have some introversion and all when i'm at home i don't want to get off the couch and mm-hmm. all that stuff when i'm on the road i'm like let's go 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 yes. so i i do i am like a different character on the road for sure mm-hmm. um i pens <laughs> give me the face until i'm not until i'm not and honestly there's a light there. switch and well, then i'm done i think you're great on the road I think, honestly, I think she, when she said the roles are reversed, I think you're like the adventurous one in the road, which yeah. you're not normally, which is great. You kind of love being outside your comfort zone. I'm giving you the stink eye because I unpacked us from Colorado, <laughs> and you had like 14 pairs of dress shoes for so, a hiking no, no, trip. No, 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 no. That sounds <laughs> like, totally no, practical. No, 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 no. So here's what, what happened was I packed us for the camping trip so precisely because our friend Scott gave us it's very so I and I spent like a week and a half I had to buy a lot of stuff that when it came time to pack for the rest of the trip I was just like just shoes I was no I was like <laughs> I, I forgot that I would need 
things besides hiking shoes mm. and hiking pants. So I threw a bunch of stuff in. That is not normally me. I am actually, I typically, who in the marriage pen packs a smaller bag? <laughs> me. Okay. I pack. <laughs> yes. I know. Yes. What? Yep, 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 yep. So what are you yep. taking with you so, on these trips? Well, okay. I... <laughs> He packs like he'll pack forty-seven shirts and one pair of shorts, and then sometimes I, I bring do. underwear. And no, he's terrible. No, he, he did allude to the bo and the pit stain yeah. in the song earlier, so maybe yeah. that's why. So all there the are shirts. certain like my pants are bigger than her pants. Yeah, let's start with so that. So his clothes are bigger. Blah, blah, blah. But I um I do pack. I do I I can carry it. I'm fine carrying it. I'm, I, like normally we're on an airplane, I can give it to a dude, and he's like, fine, here I'll. Give that to you when you land. No, I, so I actually I don't like being am a very things. precise packer because I don't like to carry a lot of things. And I would say that um, um, somebody, Nicole, asked a question through Instagram. It's like, when does it start being fun to travel with your kids? Because she's in the mm-hmm. weeds. She has like an 18-month-old and like a three-year-old. It is not... It, we did travel at that age, but it was mostly to visit family and things like that. I think it starts being fun when you're not bringing a stroller and diapers and a pack and play. Totally. Like, I don't know yeah. if I would do, I wouldn't do Europe with, I mean, people do yes. and people have, but it, it just becomes an extra layer However, of suck. Yeah, if you're yeah. asking the, one- the professionals like we just are. <laughs> Go <laughs> when your kids can yeah. handle it, I think. If you yeah. can't do it and you have to travel for whatever reason. What's then, the baseline age? But I did, well, I'll I think say it's two eight things. and five, which yeah. is what we did. We didn't want to plan this trip until our littlest one, Charlotte, was, was at five. an age where we thought she yeah. could handle it. She would remember it. It would impact her in some way. That was part mm-hmm. of it, too. And, and, and she wasn't unpredictable, like having a tantrum in the middle of right. you know, the. Yeah, Freeway but that being said, don't like don't let it stop you for sure because your kids do what they're what's expected of them. They do what they're used to. So don't let getting on an airplane or taking an eight hour road trip stop you when you have babies. Just know that like the stuff you have to pack, it's just a pain. It's a phase, um, and it's it's just a pain in the butt you have to deal with. There are a lot of great questions that came from social media, uh, like uh, what snacks or foods do you bring? That's a that's actually a good question. Yeah, this is it gets easier the older they get. But if you can go paleo on a vacation, I, I believe firmly it makes a difference on their mood. Explain. Or I don't get know. as close as you can to paleo. Uh, nuts, meat, be- like beef jerky. I know it sounds like gross, but we, the, people no, are making really jerky. delicious beef jerky these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I, I really do believe that a lot of bread and a lot of cheese and a lot of pizza... This is just my personal belief turns your children into gremlins. Okay, Ooh, So we sometimes. have a dilemma with that because Charlotte, our five-year-old... Her diet consists of beige food, bread and cheese. Same yeah. with Pen Charles. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to happen, but yeah. we just we're trying to push him. We're not trying to push our kids paleo to be, but we're trying to get them onto more whole foods and we start off the trip uh, at 100%. So one entire backpack is snacks. Mm-hmm. When it, when we go to the airport, my goal is to not spend money on food. Like you can bring an empty water bottle and they have any restaurant will fill it up or they have a special every airport has one that I've ever been in. It's a water fountain that you can fill a water bottle. Yeah. And um, So you're not paying for a $9 water and bottle. And then smart. We pack a lot of nuts um, that our kids don't really eat. We pack a lot of the uh, good protein bars. We do some beef jerky and some apples. String cheese and String, the yeah, packages so, are Yeah, good. we do We do some che- we do cheese. Our kids are big into cheese and all that stuff. We're trying to avoid for those. That gets us through a few days of just grabbing junk food. Mm-hmm. And then we try to, it does not always work, hit a grocery store on the way before we leave. Um, or somewhere midway to grab those uh, whole food snacks. And you can bring them through the airport at this point. TSA is always changing rules, mm-hmm. but at this point, you can bring that stuff through. And by the way, the beige food in France is made correctly. <laughs> yes, that being said. <laughs> the beige yeah. food in yeah. America is made poorly. I'm yes. sorry. It is. Well, like, it is. So, totally it is. Yeah. GMOs and yeah. yeah, just all that. That's the thing. Is And uh, my counterpart on the NCFME podcast, Matt Weiss, his wife is gluten, gluten intolerant and Yet when they travel to France, which they do fairly often, she can eat the bread there, and it's because of the way it's processed. The way it's processed, mm-hmm. it's or all just whole, whole grain. It's all really good for you. So yeah, you can you can eat well, bread without any problems let, out there. Let me give you an example of of why I think this is the right way to go. We went hiking with our kids. We talked about it last episode. We pushed them physically to the limits to get to where they were going to be, and their bodies were craving nuts and water mm-hmm. and beef jerky. 
and we put a, a bowl of pretty well done macaroni and cheese in front of our son, and he did not want it. His body yeah. was not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, of whatever he used. You eat, wh- whatever eat, he you was crave doing. what you eat, and yeah. I mean, we try it, and that's like real life. And that's an upcoming episode where we're going to have our doctor on talk about oh, like. Yeah, I know. Well, to that. piggyback <laughs> off of that and traveling with your kids, I we found an upside to traveling with our kids was. Charlotte being so particular, we've had these battles with her and we finally decided we're going to stop battling. If she wants bread and cheese for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, she wants it. Her body wants it. We're done fighting. We don't want her to have these issues around food. However, when we were traveling, it's not like she started eating, you know, caviar, anchovies, but... She started trying new things, yeah. and I don't pesto know if it was, was a she new had thing. Pesto, I mean, it yeah. has color in it, right? It's yeah, green. that's huge. She, I mean, little things. She, chicken and, nuggets. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I, so as she, opposed <laughs> to chicken McNuggets? No, or is she, this, won't, she, she would not eat chicken oh, nuggets. Oh, meat, oh. Okay. I, I do. I do agree. And that was mm-hmm. another that we got that question a lot. Like, how do you deal with picky eater on the road? The easy answer is no matter where you go around the world, they'll have pasta. Mm-hmm. But I totally agree. Our mm-hmm. kids do so much better with eating if if it's like, if, and if they see other people doing mm-hmm. it, and it's a cool different experience. Now, has she continued that? Like a little bit. Yeah, some of the things she ate abroad, she will eat here. Um, she's withdrawn a little bit. I think it's this combination of. Us relaxing the rules and her not feeling this pressure. Right. Maybe at times we were go go go, and she was so hungry she would just eat. She'd have her. Right. Um, And also that that feel of adventure, like we're adventuring, everything's new. Okay, I'll try it. Right. And there wasn't that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. It's 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 such a weird thing, Mm -hmm. kids and food. Anyway, we had another question from uh, Broughtons. He said, "What are the?" Or I don't even know if that was a he. It could be a she. Could be a she. What are travel hacks so you don't spend a crap ton of money? So that. Y- By the way, I like the way that they wrote crapton because it was like one word. <laughs> yeah, C R A P T O N. Like yes. Eric Crapton. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you had get some good ones. When you stay in a Verbo, you can have you know meals at home. Mm-hmm. Um, the empty uh, REI bottle is a that like seriously, it saves you yeah. twenty bucks a trip. I know that's like a little thing, filling that's your own water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a good one, honey. Good job there. You're welcome. Yeah, we used to do a calculator about if it was because we get to Florida a lot to visit my family, whether it was cheaper to fly or drive, like gas, and we had to do an overnight in a hotel, and we do this calculation of whether it's you know. Uh, easier to fly or drive. We set up travel alerts, so I get little dings of my favorite destinations with like flight deals. We, um, but we always book straight through the airline, by the way, because that mm-hmm. way you can change your flight if you need to easier, and there's like less of a fee when changing yeah. your outbound airport. So yes. for us, we saved a total of four thousand dollars flying out of DC as opposed to RDU Raleigh Airport. Yeah. So just being open to drive yeah. to an airport destination. I. I only have two tips. I'm horrible at this, by the way. Um, but my two tips are don't ever do the thing where you buy the full tank of gas at the rental car. Um, oh, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. give yeah. yourself a little bit of time and get some gas before you get back. There's a lot of people who do yeah. that. And it's a ripoff because you have to get all the way to empty to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is um, for your gap day or like if, if you haven't planned everything, go to hotels tonight. Oh, yeah. Find a rate. In a place that you like, and before you book it, call the hotel. Yeah, so there's and an tell app- them what you have on hotels tonight. There's an app called Hotel Tonight, and yeah. I think now you can book farther. But initially, it was like, what is the you have to be in the area to get the deal, and like, what is the hotel room? And so, in theory, it was these amazing hotels that happen to have a few rooms open. You get them for a hundred bucks as opposed to five hundred, and that's what actually happened. We had a gap day. I'm using air quotes in Vail, and we got this super high end hotel, mm. and it was a hundred dollars. But normally online, it said something like on their website, like five hundred and. Fifty dollars, and I was I was like, okay, they're going to be putting us in a closet. Yeah, Yeah. they're going to be putting us in a closet. And they said we cannot guarantee your room. And yeah, so we called the hotel. We're like, hey, and and they said they asked me, so I screen. They're like, it says what? And so I screenshotted it. I emailed it to them. I called them back, and they honored the oh. rate but so went we, directly through them we, so we knew what kind of room we were and they, yeah. they, we knew what kind of room we were getting and obviously it doesn't i mean if they're pretty sure hotels full, tonight's not too happy about this particular um, segment but, well, they, but the way that they book it the language is not great they get to the room and it's like you could be in a broom closet well they said yeah. i said there's four of us <laughs> well, hot-wired uh, or something yeah. like that too yeah they right? couldn't guarantee the size of a room and if yeah. there's four of us i can't be in a yeah. a closet so 
this particular hotel honored it. So we, here we are in this super duper five star fancy hotel. We were like That's the cool. Beverly Hillbillies rolling up after a camping trip, <laughs> smelling oh, to right. high heaven. Yeah. And I was like, kids, be on your best behavior. Just let's get to the room. Let's take a shower. Let's. <laughs> yeah. It was lovely. It was lovely. lovely. Anyway, when talk, we we also got a question like, what do you do with all the clothes? Do you unpack? We are unpackers. Mm-hmm. Like we like to unpack I and like kind unpacking. of uh, yeah, like we like to nest a little bit. That being said, I have something like I literally have a patent that's being filed this week, and I can't even talk about it because the patent hasn't been filed. Um, but a travel um, accessory that, in hopes of making life traveling with kids and clothes and dealing with all that easier, that I'm so excited about. Mm. I'm so excited. Teaser. Yes. I, it's a teaser. I know. She's an entrepreneur. Yes. That's the feminine for entrepreneur. <laughs> We're hoping you feel more confident traveling with your kids. But now, let's change gears and talk about Instant Talent Show. Did we get some suggestions in, Max? What's this one? Les poissons, les poissons. Oh, I love les poissons. Love to chop and to serve little fish. Les poissons, les poissons. Hee hee hee. Oh, I don't really know all of it. Yes, you do. <laughs> was, Didn't you sing that? Yeah, I did. You do know all of it. Sing it now. Les poissons, les poissons. Hee hee hee. Oh, is it clever? I cut them in two. I take out what's inside, what's inside, and I serve it up fried. God, I love little fishies, don't you? I don't know the piano oh, part. No. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I was yeah, just trying yeah, to think of French awesome. songs I could Yeah, do. so what about, so we talked a lot about wine. We had wine in a late morning podcast recording. What about like UB40 Red Red Wine? Um, I know. You have to sound kind of like Jamaican when you sing it, but yeah. they were white dudes, so I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. okay with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a Neil Diamond tune, by the way? Uh, is was it? it? No. Yeah, it was written by Neil Diamond. No. Fun fact. Really? The red, red wine. <laughs> yeah. Really? Do you stay close to me? <laughs> then the other things I'm singing in this song, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You feel me rocking all of the time. Red, red. Did Neil Diamond really sing it, that really? song? It sounds weird. Really? It really red, is. Red, red wine, you make me. Okay, Dave Matthews is here tomorrow night. Dancing, dancing, my shoes untied. No, well, yeah, we don't have to do that. No, okay, so uh, let's. Okay, let's do Dave Matthews. Uh, what, what's your favorite pen? Satellite? We could do Crash. Yeah, Dave Matthews is coming in town tomorrow, so we're going to do... Oh, you know, wow. Listen? Yeah. Whoops. He wakes up in the morning, goes to eat, bite, to sleep, and he's rolling, and remembers being small. The week ends, the week begins, we say, we look at each other, wondering what the other is thinking of, and remember being small. The brain rhymes between us grow deeper. <laughs> then it goes, take these chances, place them in the box until you quietly time lights down you up and die he's from charlottesville and there's a reason that he went on to become a multi-million dollar recording artist and i'm sitting here in max's basement (laughs) singing although i love max's basement i feel like we should take it out right now yes so this was not really a good talent show but dave matthews is coming in town this weekend and we're really excited and we're really excited to have had the Trujillos with us. Yes, thank you, guys. It's a pleasure so to be here. fun. Thank you. And um, I hope this ha- has made you guys feel more confident about traveling as a family. It's a great experience. It's not always perfect. Sometimes you get puked on. But, yeah, send us yours to holdermisspodcast at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe. Leave us a comment. Feedback. Pen. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're leaving now. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye to the podcast. (laughs) Let's all go away from the podcast. (laughs)
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.